Good morning. I'm Dr. Jacinta CK, and welcome to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. We're airing live every Friday from 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Fridays on SiriusXM Radio, powered by Genius Music. We're also going to be on Sundays at Bid Chat at 6 p.m. live, and always you can catch up with us on iTunes podcast. So check us out on there. Look it up as Strategic Ladies. For us, we'll always be bringing you your relationship information and strategy from our guests and in our research. Our show will always give you guys a generational perspective and real-world opinions. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Estella, and welcome to the show. Today, we're going to be talking about a topic that's near and dear to me, and it is the marrying of yoga and faith. And we're going to have our special guest, Michelle Thielen, the founder of Yoga Faith Teacher Training. And Michelle is awesome. Um, I had an opportunity to do teacher training with her, and it was not only a um, a practice, but a a experience, Mm. just a journey in in, in my faith. Uh, So I wanted to talk about that, but before we do, we always do a mindful check, and I want to check on how my daughter... Dr. Dr. Jay's doing. Dr. Jay. <laughs> yes, I'm doing pretty good actually. Um, like I was telling you earlier, Mom, I'm trying to um, get adjusted to the heat change in California. It feels like it's been very humid here, at least where we are. And, well, I've heard of, like around it's been really humid. So um, I know we should be blessed with all the sunshine, or feel blessed with all the sunshine. And I do. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I wouldn't mind a little rain. And they said we we're going to get rain today. No. Yeah, today or tomorrow. They told you it's like a hundred and something already. See, I never, I never want rain. I'm, What's I'm wrong horrible. With you? I love rain. Although, although when I was doing, it's interesting you say that because when I was, was doing the teaching training with, with Michelle, uh, it did rain, but I don't mind it raining if it rains and then it stops and then the sun shines. See, I love rain. I want it to not all the time be injurious. I love it. I like to just uh, like like run in the rain like a weirdo. I know. I walk in the rain with one I love. Yes, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I'm, so good. You're my. You're feeling good today. I'm, How about you? I'm kind of. I'm, I'm feeling really great. I good. I am so blessed. I have so many things going on as I usually do. Um, mm-hmm. I, I uh, shut up. She's like, I know. Mom always does. I'm scared. Like, What's next? I know. She what asked me to do. It's so funny. It's um, I I was doing a, a meditation that I do. Uh, as you know, I meditate daily, more than once a day. And I was doing one last night, and it had uh, act, it was talking about acts of kindness, and it had you think about your act of kindness and, and what acts you do. And I, I couldn't focus on acts of kindness, and I'm like, God, I do them all the time, but I, you know, I don't. It, it made me realize that I need to take the time to just pause. And realize that I'm doing an act of kindness and remember it. Because (laughs) it shows that we have totally different personalities. So I never have to focus on thinking about what act of kindness. I just do it. And I'm like, oh, that felt so good. Yay. But But I'm so 
different. We're just totally different. But do you persona. remember them as well? I mean, yeah, because like the homeless guy yesterday, I know that he was people. Yesterday was uh, it really upset me because I was breastfeeding and I really like when we I normally see something. Yeah, you know, I was in LA going to an audition for my daughters and. I was sitting there and I was trying to breastfeed and I saw this guy and he was asking all these people for money for food and he was and, and people were just like walking by and this one guy got in a Maserati and I'm like really you can't give the guy a dollar so I I had my food there and I and I was yelling as I'm breastfeeding it was like the most awkward thing I go here have my plate and um, well, she gave him my plate which was cool but, but it was a had, family meal oh, and we had, you had more meal. yeah we had food. family which was but that's what I just gave it to him and I felt like. Why are people like, I mean, nobody should be hungry. Nobody but should I, be But I, I guess I didn't, I thought I'd end up being a random kind of act of kindness, but that's just who I am. And who we all are, right? Right. Well, but the funny thing, but the difference is not all in, in the world. <laughs> we are. Not all in the world. We're, we're, hoping, we're hoping that we pass that energy and those blessings out to all of you to think about. I know, your well, act I, of I, I know people because, in our listeners are so sweet. Yeah. So I, there's so many. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I never really think about. I got to run. What did I do? Was right now? You, you were thinking too hard. About I'll think you too hard. Well, here's what I did and she do. Does stuff all the time, I know, which is so funny. I'm like, really? It. Well, here's what I did do. I did write down, uh, write a poem for act of kindness, and I used it in my yoga class I taught last night, and it was awesome. People loved it, but it had me thinking. Now I sit and I think, okay, I'm doing these acts of kindness. Everything keeps coming back to me, blessings because we're doing it with you. I mean, it's just amazing how people like buy your Starbucks or do something. Yeah. But I just want to be more mindful of them, and, I'm, and it made me more mindful. So yeah, you're right. I overthink a lot of things. I know, like what, like, and it's so funny. You never know who's going to do that, and I know we to get to our show topic but like for example um kim lewis i have to give her a shout out because she got us a starbucks so kim you're on our radio show now but she we didn't know who the person i'm always like who whoever got was the starbucks thank you and i found out it was her and it's just funny how sometimes you won't know so if anybody that i love you guys whoever's giving me stuff that i don't even know, know it's you i know but, um, or even just a prayer for you that you don't even know like get, right. some people come to your oh, mind yeah, like and some people come to your mind you're like, like oh, for me, they're like okay, it's like there's so many people that prayed for me during my pregnancy and you know karen and mary were two yeah. of those people so it's so blessing and by the way listeners um we um be, jay is breastfeeding and just so you know that sometimes you may hear a little one in the background. Right. This whole month is bring your baby to yes. the show month. So in case she Possibly has to. Possibly <laughs> You know, sometimes the sitter doesn't happen and we're very flexible here. And it's about, this show is a mindful show. It's a focused show. We, it's we a love show. Mindful media, mindful relationships. And, and that's what we're going to talk about. But I wanted to get into this yoga and this faith. Yes. Uh, controversy. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just a Christian controversy. It's a controversy with people in all countries, like Malaysia, Egypt. Oh, really? Um, uh, Muslims have had this controversy of this. practicing yoga. Yeah. I was wondering, because I know that our primary faith, as you guys know, is Christianity. We're, we're Christians, and you know, and I know in our realm of religion, it's sometimes taboo, and it's been a lot harder for a lot of people to except doing that as a practice because they feel that they're saluting another God. Yes, and I actually had, before I had the opportunity of really researching and praying and praying for divine wisdom, I had a problem with, you know, that because I am not Hindu. 
Um, and so it, I had a problem with the the, uh, and I had a problem even when when I grew up Catholic with the images, the the the, the Blessed Mother, you know, the focus yeah. on her versus. So it's not just I'm not knocking the Hindu faith. I'm just saying that um, there's a, the images troubled me. Well, I had an opportunity to learn a lot more and read it in a discerning spirit, and and I and that's why it's wonderful that Michelle's coming on the show to talk about those those issues and the debates we have, right? But there is one thing that we can agree on: the physical and spiritual benefits of um, yoga. Of, of yoga. Okay, tell yeah. me what you're. Well, about. flexibility. I mean, I am so much more flexible since I've been practicing for the last fifteen years. I mean, it's um, ten. Well, when I was in, oh, I hate to say that. Let me let me take oh, the time wow. back. Uh, look, Has it been that long? No, about 10. I'm about 5. Uh, how am I? Yeah, I'm 40, she told us too 40, late. I'm 45 <laughs> That's now. Late as I am. <laughs> you can't retract. <laughs> well, I think it was actually, let me see, when were we in Dallas? How many years ago was that in Dallas? Oh. About, about 13. What did I say? 15 years. Has it been 13? No, not quite 13. Because Nat was born just 13. Okay. Okay, so yeah, it's been a long time. But anyway, oh, Lord, time goes when you're having fun. Muscle strength and tone, um, totally um, energy. Well, you know, I, I this is something that you know most about with yoga. Um, I've practiced a little bit, but this is definitely your space. Yeah, but you practice, so correct, you know that. Correct. So you, 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 um, and you're actually going for maybe a certification, quite right? possibly. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, some of the other benefits: rate reductions, cardio, cardio health, athletic performance, injury prevention. You know, all these. There is hands on. You can't debate the benefits of the practice. Correct. Um, so, but the controversy is not necessarily the physical but how you intertwine the spiritual. And that's why I like about Michelle, because for me, I'm one of those people um, that never really had a, a big problem with it because I know where my faith belongs. So there's people, and just like yourself, we, we have friends of all different religions, so it doesn't really matter to us as far as that. But I wanted to make sure that I know, like anything, what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's more so that I was concerned with the chants. I mean, anytime I'm chanting, I don't know, it's kind of like when you're speaking another language, in a song, you're like, what did I possibly say? You're so funny, but see, you just said something that differentiated us, just generational perspective and also the personalities. Like you said, I, I never really had trouble with it because you didn't think it as hard as I do. I overthink you it. Do you do. Think I overthink it. And that's okay. And it's okay. I mean, it's different. <laughs> because, different than me. because we're both grounded in our belief, right? Right. Oh, so yeah, why do we have to overthink it, right? right. Oh, God. I pray that I don't overthink it. This is why she meditates multiple times a day because <laughs> it's good for her. I normally just immediately calm, calm soul. It's like, I'm like probably too calm sometimes. Oh, yeah. And that's why it's good because your meditation. It has definitely helped you. Oh, totally sense. has. Totally <laughs> has. So, you know what? It is 1119, and I think it's time for us to take a... Well, you know, before we go into the break... Okay. I wanted to ask you, what are some of the things that you feel most most have affected you as far as doing yoga so far? So, uh, definitely the physical. Definitely the physical has affected me, um, the physical benefits, but also the spiritual because I'm able to practice uh, with with my belief system, mm. and I, I I practice knowing that um, I'm practicing based on my faith and not others. And I think that some people have have trouble with that, uh, separating the two. 
Well, you know what? Hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with our guest, Michelle Thielen. And you don't want to miss her. She has some great information for you guys. Remember, you're always welcome to join the conversation at any time by calling 310-928-7733. Again, 310-928-7733. We'll see you soon in a minute.
welcome back to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. I welcome you to join the conversation at 310-928-7733. Again, it's 310-928-7733. So we are so excited to bring you our special guest. And Michelle, later on you have to tell me if I'm saying it correctly, but Michelle Thielen. I'd like to start by... (laughs) Okay, good. I'd like to start by introducing Michelle to our listening audience. And Michelle, we're going to give a little bio, and of course you can expand upon it, but... Michelle has such an amazing bio, and she's done some wonderful things, and and so much so with the the yoga and the faith marrying them together is actually influenced, you know, someone personally in my life um, so much. So Michelle Thielen began studying and practicing yoga in the late '80s um, while professionally dancing, nice, in Portland, Oregon, where she's born and raised, a wonderful place. Um, eventually, the love of yoga and numerous benefits of instructing and sharing the world as the world the gift of yoga became a passion for michelle and that's where her um yoga faith actually sprang for so yo uh, michelle is there anything you'd like to expand upon for us no thank you for that introduction i appreciate it uh yoga is such a beautiful gift to all people and um, so I just appreciate you having me on and sharing the gift with other people, and I'm so excited. So thank you for that. Of course. Thank oh, you for being on. Well, Jay just mentioned that the personal experience that you have uh, given me through learning yoga faith, and um, I already have seen in the short time the blessings that it's been giving to others, those that are Christians and those are not. So it's not that it's a, it's separating anyone. It's actually bringing people together. And it's, it's just an amazing journey so far. So I thank you for that in advance, Michelle. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And it's so great to hear your voice. And I'm just so grateful God has interwoven us together for all eternity and we get to hang out together forever, so that's exciting. <laughs> I know. There's that forever, right? Yeah, people forget yes. that. Right? <laughs> yes, so, yes, so yes. Michelle, you know, we had talked at the top of the hour a little bit about yoga and so many benefits physically. Uh, it, it's just amazing, yeah. the benefits. But we also wanted to talk about the spiritual aspects. So what is exactly, for people out there that are listening, what is yoga faith? So yoga faith is a way to pray, it's a way to worship, it's a way to meditate, Um, it really is a vehicle just to connect so profoundly intimate with our maker, and as you probably already discussed that, you know, yoga isn't a religion and you don't have to be religious to practice yoga, Um, but really yoga faith is all about redeeming biblical principles, things that are in the Bible, and we are redeeming them and taking them back uh, for God's glory. We believe the Bible is 100% true, and so that is our true north. And so we use the Jesus filter with everything, and uh, the Bible tells us to worship and to love with all of our breath, all of our might, all of our strength. Um, That's, you know, Acts 17.28, but there's numerous, numerous scriptures throughout the Bible telling us uh, to worship and love with our whole being. And, um, you know, we're just really, that is what yoga faith is. It's, it's worship and love. And we, you know, meditate. The Bible tells us to meditate day and night. Um, you know, the whole book of Psalms and throughout the Bible is chanting or 
um, you know, praise with, with tonal sounds. And so these are all first in the Bible, and we're, um, we're in the ministry to redeem them, um, but also to redeem what being a Christian is, and that's a Christ follower, and he is love, and we are trying to redeem that. So a lot of people have been hurt by the church or, or offended right. by Christians. And, uh, you know, we're trying to be Christ followers and look a lot, you know, a lot more like Christ at the end of the day, and that's easier said than done. But we're called to love, we're inclusive, as Jesus was, and uh, it's just a beautiful thing. So with, um, with that said, what, was, what led you to create the Yoga Faith Movement? You know, um, Yoga Faith came out of a fast. My husband and I fast every single January. And there's something about a corporate fast. We actually do it with Jensen Franklin out of Gainesville, Georgia. And there's hundreds and thousands of people seeking the face of God, fasting on their knees, emptying themselves out. And we do that every year at the beginning of the year, sort of our first fruits offering, if you will. And uh, so much comes out of those fasts. And um, about four, well, going on five years now, um, five Januarys ago, God called me to to do yoga faith. I didn't have a name to it. He said he wanted, you know, this this Christ-centered yoga thing, and I was, you know, went kicking and screaming. I, I really uh, wanted, you know, that comfortable job and paycheck, and I just thought it was the craziest thing. And, you know, if God calls us to do something crazy, it's God, right? And it requires lots of faith. So I knew it was Him, and... Um, you know, what I know is that when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, your people will find you. And I started Yoga Faith um, when nobody showed up, when nobody came to classes, when I questioned God every time. And I think he was testing my heart. You know, when, when nobody showed up for those classes, I would just, you know, turn up that worship music and, and just worship for an audience of one. And those were the most special and sacred times uh, of, you know, all my life. And uh, you know, once once we started doing yoga faith and it was, you know, we could we could be in a crescent lunge and we could raise our arms and praise and worship and say hallelujah out loud and, you know, sing and worship out loud and nothing was silent anymore, uh, which I had been sort of silently practicing yoga. Uh, if I was, you know, I mean, honestly, I was in a downward facing dog when I heard a teacher, you know, say that the universe was inside of me and I and that's really where I started using yoga as a personal meditation and prayer is because I knew that the creator of the universe dwelled within me, but certainly not the universe itself. So I know through yoga, we hear a lot of weird things and, you know, with anything that um, God creates, Satan tries to turn ugly and uh, it's, it's with anything. So again, just going back to redeeming biblical principle, that, that's, that's really what we're all about. Right, Michelle. Beautiful. Wow. Amazing. So um, you're, I know you. I love your tagline: "Jesus first, yoga second. How how has that um, been received? Well, I mean, with our logo, you know, the T is the cross. I mean, I I just didn't want there to be any question. This is about Jesus. He's at the center. He's at the core. He's, you know, within everything that we do. And uh, the yoga, it's it's amazing yoga. It's world class yoga. It's uh, you know top notch. No question about it. But it's secondary. It falls secondary to uh, what we're really doing, and that, that is Isaiah 61. That is the great commandment, the great commission to, you know, set the captives free, to heal the brokenhearted. And uh, we do that through yoga faith, but, you know, that really is our mission to, 
to spread Jesus, to spread love, to take people with us uh, when we get to heaven. So it is all about him, um, and just don't want any question about that, that it's, it's Jesus first and, and then yoga second. Good, good, good. So, so what is your greatest challenge in the yoga faith movement, and what keeps you at up, up at night? night? Yeah. Um, nothing really keeps me up at night, but the, the, wow. challenge, the, chal- the challenge is keeping up with the growth. And, um, you know, people are hungry. They're hungry for Christ. They're hungry for community. They're hungry for family. Um, but he has given, you know, I, I always do a checkup from the neck up. I'm always checking motives and intentions and hearts. And, you know, this really isn't our ministry. It is, it is really the families. Um, you know, people kid me all the time. Well, you said yes. And sure, I may have said the biggest yes, you know, to the stretch, but we're all saying yes and we're all doing life together. And, um, the biggest challenge is just, um, you know, keeping up with the growth, doing it properly, doing it God's way, not my way. Um, I'd rather, I'd rather, uh, stay small until, you know, we hear from Him and we hear the right thing to do and, and uh, so I think the biggest thing is just keeping up with that growth, but it sure is just a wonderful thing to, um, you know, God, God gives us people for our life and to walk alongside of these people, to place them where their strengths are and see them in their God confidence doing what they were gifted to do with their God gifts. Um, that's pretty spectacular. So, yeah, there's there's a piece. There's there's really no you know staying up at night, but um, it's just it's all God's and it's everyone's. It's it's not mine. It's it's just a beautiful thing. We we do life together. We hang out together. We um, you know good, bad, and ugly. We're there for one another. Right, right, and that is so true. I I know, and that spirit is throughout the whole training, and it's even past that. You know, we are a community mm-hmm. of of, of yes. in a movement in that community. So, Michelle, yes. there's on your site you talk about the Christian yoga myth. Could you explain that to our listeners who may go to the website and look at this after the show? What what does that exactly mean? Yeah, I think sometimes people think that Christian yoga is an oxymoron or they think that it's it's derived from Hinduism or Buddhism or, um, you know, like I said, there's there's many different beliefs out there and different philosophies and theologies and, um, you know, like anything, like I said, the enemy likes to twist things up. And so just really going back to our true north, going back to the word and listening to what God has to say through what he calls us to do in this whole worship, you know, Mark twelve thirty three, uh, Acts Acts, you know, like I said, throughout the whole Bible, to to worship holy, mind, body, spirit, and soul. And, uh, you know, I think Christians think, I can't do that because I'm worshiping an idol. I'm worshiping someone else's God. I, um, I don't, I'm not, you know, Hinduism, that's like, uh, voodoo for them or something, um, which, by the way, it's not. You know, we're called to love all people, and um, that's where we get into all kinds of division anyway. But uh, that's another that's another hour, right? <laughs> anyway. Um, exactly. Yeah, and I, I just think that, you know, going back to the Word of God and what does it say, and, you know, honestly, if somebody, if the Holy Spirit is leading someone where, you know, they're in a yoga class, like I said, there's some weird things out there, and they get this, like, Holy Spirit nudge, like, you know, no, 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 um, I wouldn't say that. that. That's not of God, you know, anything that's confusing or 
um, we don't feel right about it, we're led by the Holy Spirit. So, you know, pay attention to that. But again, we're trying to redeem what God created. And I think that other religions, uh, maybe because they're more popular or maybe because Christians are, um, can be slower in the Western world to adapt. Um, it's not saying that we're, you know, going down a slow fade or that, you know, we're rigid, but, uh, more slowly in the Western world to adapt some of these principles of whole worship. You know, in Sunday, uh, in church on Sunday, we raise our hands and we get a little bit of it, right? We, we're like, amen. And some churches don't even do that, but, um, we look at the Bible and the postures of prayer throughout the Bible in biblical, uh, figures. And we know there's postures of prayer. You might not like the word yoga, even though it means union and yoke. So let's just take that word out. Observing postures of prayer in the Bible, you know, flat on our face is urgency or standing with our hands up. That's adoration, worship, and surrender. And, you know, we could go on. But in church, we get a little bit about, about it. But I don't know. I don't know if some people have really understood the concept of what God is telling us to do, to worship fully, to worship holy, mind, body, spirit, soul, breath, strength. I mean, I don't know how else to interpret scriptures that say to worship him with all my breath, with all my strength, with all my might. And it's in him that I live, that I move, that I breathe, that I have my being. And that's what we do here at Yoga Faith. Yeah. That is Yoga Faith. Mm-hmm. So I so don't much... think it's an oxymoron, but some, some people do, right. and, and I... that's okay. Yeah, I understand. So, Michelle, what would, um, how has the movement, I mean, you talked a little bit about this, but how has the movement been embraced by Christians and non-Christians? You know, I think there's researchers and, and people who are educated and people who, you know, get into the Word of God, and then there's people who, uh, you know, are don't do that. <laughs> I don't want to say ignorant, but um, they just, from, from a biblical standpoint, when you read Scripture, this is how we interpret the Scripture. And shame on anybody who judges how somebody interprets Scripture or how they worship the creator of the universe or how we connect to him. So we don't want to judge how other people worship or connect to him. And, you know, unfortunately, it's not reciprocated. Um, there's some Christians out there who, you know, they love that index finger. They love to judge. They love to point the finger. They love to tell you what not to do. And, you know, that's, that's the problem with a lot of Christians. They keep beating people down instead of uplifting them up. And if you think, you know, yoga is demonic, you know, and, you know, love me. Tell me you're going to pray for me, um, but don't don't judge how how we worship or how we connect to Christ. Because believe me, uh, this is a Jesus thing through testimonies and healings and just miracle after miracle. I know that I know that in my knower that this is God, and I've heard from Him many many times, and I've seen His work many many times um, in class in these very very worshipful and reverent classes. So. Um, you know, it's just for nobody else to judge how we connect to him or worship him. I, I love that. You know, and one of the, you know, it's not necessarily, well, it's a principle of Christianity, but it's also a principle of the Hindu faith is not, and mindfulness is non, be, being non-judgmental. And, and regardless of what one would say, it's a great principle because no matter what, what faith you are, you know, this judgment does not bring about love. And that's what we're, we're really trying to do. And when it comes yeah. to that. Yes. And Michelle, so skipping to this, what do you think the practice, what has the practice of yoga done for you personally? 
Well, it has kept me sane. <laughs> I used to be, you know, I used to have a short fuse. I think I take after my dad. I, he's got six kids and, oh, you know, growing oh up in, with a short, right? Short I fuse. I can't see that because um, you present yourself like my daughter, so calm. <laughs> oh, ah, that's yoga. That's what yoga, that's what, let me, let me put it in proper order. That's what Jesus and yoga have done for me. <laughs> I seem like I have the short fuse. She's oh like, my gosh. Wait, she's looking at, she's roll, she's doing her eyes like, um, <laughs> it's good that she has, has yoga. And God. Uh, <laughs> no girl, no girl. Hey, we, when you told me this was 1130, I said amen, cause I'm, I'm more of a Christian around this time. I don't, you know, so I don't wake up, you know, man. loving does not come easy, right? Like. Well, let me warn you, don't go and drive in LA. Because you, you will okay. almost lose your religion and think, oh, Lord, help me because I'm getting ready to just cop a case. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, I've been there many times. And, and yep, I, I'm, I'm home. I love home. But, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's it's true. We don't just, like, automatically wake up and, and love everyone uh, naturally. Our flesh is weak. Our man's heart is evil. And... Uh, it's just easy to get stuck in that trap. There's, it's so easy to get stuck on the negative. And, um, man, just to know our identity in Christ and who we are and that we're called to love and, and just starting our day on the floor, getting on our knees. Um, and, and, you know, that's what I love about studying the postures of prayer in the Bible because there's been so many times where, you know, I'm eating dust bunnies on the floor. I'm pronated. I'm on my face. And those are those urgent prayers. But, um, you know, first thing in the morning, just just setting our intention, armoring up, you know, putting our clothes on in the physical and spiritual realm and, uh, you know, coming back to that pranayama, that breath work. And we know, for me, the Holy Spirit is our prana. He is our life force. And so uh, without him or without that belt of truth and knowing who we are and knowing how we're to treat others, uh, we're, we're dead in the water. We have an enemy working 24-7, and he, he wants all of us. He wants our family. He wants our uh, marriage. He wants our kids. He wants our finances. So, um, you know, just, just not leaving the house naked ever, physically or spiritually. Um, yeah. Like yeah. I said, we're just we're sitting ducks. So, so I'm going to ask you a personal question. How would your friends describe you? Because one of my fondest memories for the listening audience of Michelle was at the retreat we were at. And mm-hmm. she was so vulnerable. Every she her, her she did not hide anything. She was just full disclosure. She even um, which <laughs> I, I'll never go to this. She even had a spider on a web that was in the uh, the the, uh, the church, and she took the web to take the spider outside. You're so brave. It. That is Jesus, Michelle. <laughs> she was letting bees out of windows. Wow. Or... <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh, the thing you remember. <laughs> He's going back. Oh. Yeah, I'm just, I just want to spider. <laughs> things you remember. Yeah, girl, I hate spiders, but uh, something but deep down she, inside of me must love them, right? Of the web. You were so brave. That, that. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That. So, it would have jumped on me. I so based on that, what would your friend, how would your friends describe you, Michelle? Oh, well, the one who's trying to uh, just walk out this life and help others and, and save time. And, um, my friends say, I'm, I'm so funny. Like they, they always, I, I just make them laugh a lot, which, you know, I just, I love to have fun. I love life. It wasn't always this way. So I really, I really enjoy and absorb and just soak up every 
every inch and fiber of this life that is now in Technicolor. You know, there's an enemy that wants to shut our mouth, and he wants us to live in shame and guilt and condemnation. And uh, you've been to immersion, so you know my story. But uh, let's just say I've done it all, okay? That just covers everything. I've done it all. The Ten Commandments, they tell you not to do those things. Those are the things I have done. And, you know, every single one, done them, check. And, you know, Satan really wanted me to live under all those sins and to shut my mouth and to live in isolation and to live in darkness. And as soon as I opened my mouth and realized that, you know, there's other people that are going through divorce, there's other people that are going through addiction, there's other people who have done X, Y, and Z, not just me, um, you know, that's for another program, but, you know, we won't say right. all those things out loud. But like I said, I've done them mm-hmm. all, and God used them for his glory. When I almost took my own life, I heard the Holy Spirit audibly say that I was going to kill my mom of a broken heart if I killed myself. And I, I mean, with all my power, you know, I had opened my master closet doors to, to do that, to commit that act, and, uh, you know, had all my pills. That That was the way I decided to go, and... Uh, he said, if I did that, that I was going to kill my mom with a broken heart. And that, that really sobered me up. It was like an electrical shock went through my body. And, you know, for the next year, it was, it was a long journey. I had to do the work. And um, other people are suffering. Other people are hurting. The devil loves us to be in isolation. And so if I can open my mouth and help somebody and give them hope and give them encouragement instead of discouragement and show them that that even though it doesn't look like it or feel like it, killing yourself or going into this deep depression is just not the answer. And I just like to share my story now because it has helped so many people and the devil hates that. Right. And also just to save people time. I mean the sooner that the sooner that we can get out of that, the sooner that we know our purpose and why we were created, the sooner we can get on about our dad's business and quit wasting time. I mean, we only have so many summers here. I like to say about 85 summers, but if you do yoga, it's about 95 summers. So, you know, what are we doing with those summers? Right, and right. that's what I want to help people figure yeah. out uh, sooner than later. And that's that and staying in those stories sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Staying in the seasons, the good seasons that God gives us. We, you know, life is a season, but we want to stay in as many good ones as we can. Um, but yeah, I love that about Michelle. So basically, listeners, you heard Michelle. That that is Michelle. She's very open and honest, and um, mm-hmm. just really loves people. And and this type of uh, this movement brought out that when when I was at Yoga Faith Movement, I said, oh, God, you've got to come on our show because there were so many people that found themselves there that opened up to things uh, that were going on in their lives that you wouldn't have even known. Uh, right. They seem so yeah. together. You know, those most together people are the ones that sometimes have have situations that they're going through trials and tribulations. And and, and Michelle was able with what she does in the movement to bring that out. So, Michelle, is there anything else you want the listeners to know about Yoga Faith? Oh, man, we just, we love to do life together. It's not about, you know, a teacher training or coming and getting certified, although that's pretty cool, but it's just about hanging out and doing life and community and just creating space. We've created some regional tribes that are open and public on Facebook that people can post, anyone can post an event in there and people can come and hang out or you know, they, they can just create space. You know, people are doing dinner and movies or going hiking or doing spas. 
um, painting, photography, biking. I mean, everything. People are just getting together and hanging out. So we've got them all across the United States and uh, Europe and, and growing. And those are just for anyone and everyone to just, you know, be a part of our family, be a part of community. Um, you don't have to love Jesus or yoga. Um, there's a lot of events that have neither of those, you know, in them. So, again, we just want to hang out. Um, YogaFaith.org is um, a, a wonderful resource. We've got a lot of things on there to empower and encourage. We also do retreats and reunions, um, just, just, again, just getting together. So probably the best way to stay in the loop is there's a newsletter tab on our, on our website, and uh, people can sign up there and kind of stay in the loop. Um, or, like I said, join a regional tribe. So those are pretty amazing. Our, um, our mission is uh, to, to set the captives free. So we have, you know, some trauma trainings and some 12-step trainings. Um, the heart of our mission is really um, survivors, the, the voiceless, whether that's a, a human being, a traffic survivor, or, um, you know, anyone else in that demographic, uh, domestic violence. And so we do all that we can do to help those uh, demographics. Okay, great, great, Michelle. So, uh, Ms. Michelle, could you give um, people information on how to get back on? Oh, we have a caller. Oh, we have a caller. Caller, what's your name and where are you from? Hi, this is Fran Pritchard. Uh, I'm calling from San Diego, California. I just uh, recently went to the immersion. The Hi, Fran. My, my Hi. Hi. Hi, Fran. Hi, Fran. Hi. I had a question for Michelle. And what are, um, well, I'm going to ask the question, then I'm going to say some other things before you answer it. So my burning question is how you feel about the concept of coexist. And what I'm finding with trying to share my yoga faith with churches is that um, they have an aversion to the word yoga. And so they, they want to change a program name. It needs to be something that sounds more Christian to them, like bending to the father or something to that effect. And also with the word namaste, which I find to be very beautiful and very Christian, that the, the light of my God in me is honored by the light of God in them and that there's offense taken to both the word namaste and the word yoga in uh, most of the Christian community. So your feelings on that and then also on um, the concept of coexist as far as religious belief. Yeah, thanks for calling, Fran, and thank you so much for those questions. Um, you know, the word yoga at its at its definition, it means union and yoking. And so um, these things, as a Christian, we should know, you know, a lot about. We, we, yoke, we yoke with Christ. He tells us to not be, you know, unequally yoked. Like, we know that, that word really well. Um, so, you know, if people don't like the word yoga for whatever reason, again, uh, we just talked about the world kind of taking things everything that God creates is beautiful and taking it and kind of making it dark or uh, not so attractive or he makes them really attractive and, and parallel to the things of God, but but they're um, they're not the way, right? He makes them look really good, though. 
Um, so if people don't like yoga, you know, just going back to those postures of prayer in the Bible, um, that's also a beautiful name to call a class is postures of prayer or stretching your faith or whatever it might be. Um, but again, I would, I would encourage people to, to look or research the word yoga um, and for that matter, namaste. Namaste is a greeting, just, you know, it's, it's in a different language like any other greeting, um, such as aloha. And, again, going back to just being, you know, inclusive and, and that, that judging thing, I think, I think that's where Christians and pastors and churches are getting a bad rap. And it's not to say that uh, if you have an issue with this word that, you know, people say, oh, we're, we're letting the, the devil in the, in the church well, you know, what makes you say that? And chances are somebody, maybe the pastor's wife or the pastor himself or whatever it might be, somebody went to a yoga class and somebody heard something dark, something that does not align up with the Word of God. So now they're taking that into all yoga, and it's, and it's all-inclusive now. All yoga's bad. All yoga's demonic. All yoga's weird. And that's just not the case. And, you know, we, we, we couldn't... Um, you know, that's like saying all cops are bad or something like that. You know, we can't say that one all is be all. I mean, I'll be the first to say there are some, some weird things going on in yoga classes and we have to put our Jesus filter on and that's why we love yoga faith because it's safe. We know who our Jesus is and it, it's a beautiful thing. So, you know, mm-hmm. again, namaste, um, I always... I always meditate on the light of Christ in me, honors the light of Christ in you, just like you do, Fran. For me, it's a beautiful thing, but if somebody doesn't understand it, if they haven't done the research and they're just saying, oh, my friend went to a yoga class and they were talking about your third eye and there's some goddess behind your third eye and there's a divine marriage ceremony going on in your brain, um, that's not yoga faith. So you can't group yoga faith in with that philosophy because uh, that's not what we're about. We're we're in the Bible. That that's our required textbook is the Bible, and and that's really okay. what we're focused on in redeeming. Thank you so much, Fran, for calling in, and um, thank you, Michelle. That was amazing. Um, the enlightenment on that subject yeah, as well. Thanks, Fran. Thank you, Fran. Have a good day. All right. Well, thanks uh, again, Michelle. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, we will have a podcast that you can listen to that talks about all of Michelle's conversation. And you can also go to the website. Michelle, give them the website information again and how to get in touch with you and your movement. Yeah, sure. It's yogafaith.org. We are a nonprofit, so it's Y-O-G-A-F-A-I-T-H. Dot org and uh, you can reach me. My personal email is Michelle with two L's and I C H E L L E at yogafaith.org. Thank you so much. I love hearing from any and all of you, and much love to to you guys. And blessings, Thank you. Michelle. So Thank nice you so much. You, and we'll, we'll talk soon and have you back on the show. I know you're doing a lot with the prison ministry too, which and some of the um, trafficking, um, human which trafficking, which I'd love to get you oh, back. Oh yeah, to yeah. Yeah. Girl, it's amazing what's going on behind bars. They're the most free people that I've ever met. So, yes, let's do it. I love you guys. Take care. Okay. You thank thank you, Michelle. Michelle. Nice to talk to you. Bye. Okay. Bye, okay. Bye girls. Oh. Well, that was amazing, though. And to learn more about Yoga Faith, I, I, I knew a little bit of what you told me, so it was great to put um, a person behind the, the practice. Yeah, yeah. So, um we're going to, as you know, we always end the show with a m- mindful thought. 
R A a word. And, um, you know, Jacinta is very prophetic. Um, she has a gift and, and, and I, and I love ending the show with some of the things that she can use to motivate, uh, empower and transform others to a better state of mind through the week until you hear from us again. Um, so Jacinta, what is that look like today? You know, today we were talking about marrying our practice with our faith. I mean, our, our program was mainly about that and how one can get deeper into our practice, um, learning more about and getting deeper understanding about self and remembering that mirroring a mirror is a reflection of ourselves, right? But our, the process is a journey. And I think that understanding ourselves is, is a little bit deeper than just looking in a mirror. It's trying to get deeper by understanding, Doing the practices, yoga can help um, further understanding yourself in the journey. Right. So basically, it's like we see a physical part of us. I like that you see a physical part of us, but yet the process is happening inside, Correct. and it's a journey for us to not so much look at how we are outward, but look further and deeper into ourselves to find where we're going. I like that. So think about that through the week, you guys, that, you know, sometimes, the, you know, the mirror is just an image. But what we want to accomplish is takes inner strength, uh, inner focus and uh, and love. So thank you all for joining the show. Uh, go to our podcast and you can uh, you can go to uh, strategicladies.com and you can pick up a copy of this podcast. It's on iTunes and Google Play. Thanks again for joining and have a blessed week. Bye, you guys. Strategic Lane. Motivate.